Today, if you would ask me to sum up the essence of the Christian life or maybe what two words would describe, best describe what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ and play the greatest role in being that follower of Christ, I would say the two words are grace and faith. Everything begins with grace. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For by grace are you saved through faith. Everything begins with God's grace. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord, and he was able then to respond in faith, in that grace, in that God who gave him that grace, and he built an ark by which he saved his family and condemned the world. Grace is the beginning of everything with God. He is the initiator of everything in the world and in our lives. We must believe that we desperately need His grace. That's why Paul probably began most of his epistles with grace be to you and ended his epistles with grace be with you. Grace is absolutely necessary in what we need to even exercise and experience the faith in that grace. Grace is God's unmerited favor for sure, but it's more than that. Grace is God given me everything I need to be the believer, to be the follower of Christ, to be the human being, the person that God created me to be. Grace, God given me the strength, the ability, the desire, the heart, the strength, everything I need is because of God's grace. Paul, as he faced the tribulations of life, he says, by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace is sufficient for me. So it's so necessary to experience God's grace, receive God's grace, and then, and realize that grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Grace is not just a word. Grace is personified in the very person, the person of Jesus Christ. You want to know about God's grace, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus is God's grace. Jesus is the very grace of God. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And so it begins with grace. Now, the reason I'm talking about that is because as we're looking in James 1, when he said, if you lack wisdom, ask for wisdom and God will give it to you, but ask in faith. There's a big but there. Ask in faith, but ask in faith, nothing wavering. <clears throat> for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven by the wind and tossed. So very important realizing first God is the initiator. God is the one that puts the desire in my heart to open my eyes to see, to see who he is, because that's what faith is. Faith is exercising a spiritual ability to see the invisible God. That's why Paul would say in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, we do not look at the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen. For the things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are not seen are eternal. And by faith we see, by faith we experience, by faith we believe. Yes, by faith. We trust in the promises of God. And remember, if we're going to ask in faith for that wisdom that we desperately need for every 
role in every situation in our lives, we have to ask God for it and He will give it to us liberally. He's ready to give it and roll it out upon us, but we have to ask in faith. Now, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So you cannot disconnect prayer and the Word of God. They go hand in hand. If you're not reading your Bible like you should, you won't be praying like you should. If you're not praying like you should, you won't re be reading your Bible like you should. Because praying is basically saying, I'm exercising my faith. I'm putting my faith in action. I'm connecting with an eternal holy God. I need His grace. And my friend, He'll give it to you. So today, I just wanted to encourage you with those words about grace and faith. Grace that came from God through Jesus Christ that gives you the ability to trust the Lord for what you need. So God bless, have a wonderful day, and a great weekend.